Okay, hello out there, everyone, and welcome to my uh, blog podcast here. My name is Sam Visnick, neuromuscular therapist, and if you're not familiar with my website, it's www.endyourbackpainnow.com, and alternatively, it's at samvisnick.com. So today I've got an interesting topic and one that I get a lot of email about, which is how do you exercise, if possible, with actually having a disc bulge? Now, first off, I always have to say, as I always do, that many, many uh, back pain sufferers have been misdiagnosed, um, and the reason why they're having pain is not necessarily from what you see on the visual diagnostic. So just because there's a disc bulge present on an MRI does not necessarily mean that you're having pain associated to it. So I do want to rule that out prior to starting this discussion here, because you need to know that some people, when they're doing the corrective movements uh, for a disc herniation, uh, they find that their pain actually gets worse in some ways. And that's usually because the pain that they're experiencing is not related to the disc bulge. So uh, the first thing that I've got to tell you is that um, I did not come up with the protocol that I use, and I've got to give, of course, uh, credit where credit is due, and that it goes to uh, Robin McKenzie, who's a renowned physical therapist, and I picked up a lot of the techniques from uh, his books, one of which I highly, highly recommend that you read if you're suffering from a disc bulge, and that is uh, Seven Steps to a Pain-Free Life. In this book, Robin goes into detail about um, his protocols, and um, of which in the book there's a lot of protocols for flexing the spine and extending the spine and, and other uh, approaches. But I found in particular one movement works really well for uh, the use of exercise when you have a disc bulge, especially when it's active and there's not a lot of movement that you can actually do when you're having that kind of pain. And especially if the pain is starting to move down to the, the buttocks region or down into the hamstring or even further. So, uh, of course, always exercise caution, and you do need to look these movements up and uh, speak with your healthcare professional before attempting them, but uh, I'll go ahead and describe them now. Um, the biggest problem with a disc bulge is that uh, most of these, and over 90%, um, in my experience, have been posterior disc bulges, meaning the bulge is moving backward toward the spinal nerve root. Now, this is usually the case when there has been uh, repeated trauma to the the longitudinal ligaments from excessive sitting and rounding your back a lot or even uh, sports injuries and so forth. Um, so this bulge is moving toward the spinal nerve root and that's what's leaning on the nerve root or other structures and causing the pain. Now the worst thing that you can possibly do for a posterior disc bulge is to actually round your spine and this is called uh, spinal flexion in the in the lumbar spine um, which causes pressure on the front of the disc on the anterior side causing the material inside of the disc to shoot backwards in a posterior direction. Now as you can imagine this becomes a major issue because there's already a posterior disc herniation. So when you bend your spine forward in flexion as if you were trying to bend over to tie your shoes the pressure goes on that bulge, the nerve uh, or the uh, disc shoots back even further into the nerve root and that really pisses off uh, the problem. So in this situation, we have to understand that the uh, evil movement, should I call it, is actually spinal flexion. And when I work with patients who have an active disc bulge, um, it's very difficult sometimes that I have to really restrict their movement. If you've seen any of my, my additional videos on YouTube, I talk about how to tape the lumbar spine 
um, running strips of tape next to the, the spine itself to stop people from bending forward as a very good reminder. A lot of lifestyle activities have to be limited, such as you know going to movie theaters or sitting for very long periods of time as these create the highest amount of pressure in the discs. So it's very important you understand that flexion is an absolute no-no when you have um, a disc herniation, if it is a true disc herniation that's causing your pain. So now the corrective motion that seems to work the best in the majority of cases is spinal extension. And the easiest way to um, denote spinal extension so you understand it is the, the opposing way, which is arching your back. Um, and the first position of relief, which I put disc herniation uh, patients in, um, which is a good measurement uh, of how much pain or how far the disc is bulging, which is laying face down. So if you lay on your belly, on the ground or on your bed or whatever, uh, the spine is going to be placed in a relative state of extension, um, depending on how much weight you have on the front of your body and so forth, especially in the belly region. But extension will usually be uh, achieved in this position. So laying there in this position, anywhere from you know 30 seconds up to minutes, even 10 minutes at a time, most true disc herniation sufferers will get a degree of relief by doing this. And if there's an increase in pain, that may denote a few other problems. Number one, it may be a problem with um, the uh, facet joints being agitated. And it is absolutely possible for you to have a disc herniation and a facet joint problem at the same time, which some people don't consider. They think they kind of have one or the other. But if the facet joints are not uh, lined up correctly the spine and, and they can get quite pissed off and inflamed and this position can make it very difficult to get up and out of that position. So if the pain is coming from facet joint irritation then that can be one of the reasons why laying face down does not give relief. Um, the other possibility also uh, one of many is sacroiliac joint dysfunction. If the two ilium bones are, are twisted and uh, in the opposite directions, which is indicating a, a subluxation pattern, then this position can cause pain. So the SI joint may have to be realigned before doing the extension drill. So provided that those two things are not the issue, when you lay face down on your stomach, you should achieve relief uh, due to the extension because it encourages the disc to move in an anterior direction, which is the correction position. So that position can be used uh, throughout the day many, many times, as much as every hour on the hour laying down on the stomach uh, from anywhere from 1 to 10 minutes. Now, it's important to understand, in my opinion, that you really can't fix a disc herniation, disc bulge, whatever you want to call it. We're essentially talking about the same thing. Um, you can't fix it, but what you do is remove the stress off of the area to allow the disc to move back to where it wants to go, okay, which is neutral. So you're not actually going to do this movement a couple of times and then go about your merry way and then, you know, everything's fine. Uh, healing a disc bulge or herniation takes time um, because there has been damage uh, to the disc in many cases and can take up to weeks or even months for it to heal. So this move has to be done repetitively, laying on the stomach and getting the spine into extension to get relief, to get pressure off of the area to encourage the disc to move back to where it needs to go. And of course, when you get back up again, avoiding all of the positions of which there are many that create disc pressure again. So this is very critical. The movement that you can add into the uh, next part of the uh, progression here actually includes 
what we call a press-up onto the elbows. So this press-up onto the elbows is really a position that's like watching a little kid watching television and you know they're laying on their belly and they're propped up on their elbows with their their uh, the heels of their hands supporting their chin. This position increases the amount of extension in the spine and can provide further relief. But it is important also again to note and I know I got all these little things that are really important but this is the reason why I feel I get results with this stuff when a lot of other practitioners don't is that you have to start, you may have to start laying down on this on the belly for anywhere for five to ten minutes as a step one. And this may drill may have to be uh, used for days and days before even attempting to do the progression. So that's really, really important for you to know. So you can start off with the uh, prone position just laying there as a precursor to this one, or you may need to do it for a week or two prior to progressing to this one. So when you're ready, you can attempt this uh, prone position, the press up onto the elbows. So when you're propped up onto your elbows, you just you start from the face down position and slowly just creep your way up onto your elbows. And the key is is to use the minimal amount of spinal uh, muscle activity as possible. So in this position, your spine should just be sagging or you know shall we say hanging toward the floor. So in this position, you can hold this position for anywhere from you know, 30 seconds or so up to, you know, 60 seconds or even up to two minutes in some cases. Although I find that many people who have active disc bulges, this is a challenge for them to get in the full upright position and maintain it because the disc is just not ready for that. Or you have such limited extension in your spine because you've, you've had so much flexion for so many years that the spine just isn't ready for it. So if that's the case, just creep your elbows down forward so you get less and less extension. But this position can be held as long as you feel that you can tolerate it. Um, and of course, there should be minimal amount of discomfort. And in many cases, I'm looking for, with patients, that they get a relief from the disc bulge symptoms as they stay in this position. And if they stay in it for too long, they can get a little achy, but they get some relief from the disc bulge symptoms. So that's the key. And again, this position in the beginning may need to be alternated with the laying face down position throughout the day. Um, one thing that's important to note is too much extension too quickly can definitely be a problem. So we don't want to put too much force through there too soon. Now the last progression, once that's achieved, and again, this can be anywhere from days to weeks on the propped up in the elbow position before you move on to the last one, which is pushing up fully. So you push up uh, on your hands like you're going to do a push up and you extend yourself all the way up until your arms are almost locked and your pelvis is on the table or on the ground. Um, hopefully you get a chance to see the video on this. But in that situation, um, you're supported fully by the weight of your hands, your spine is relaxed, it's hanging, and you're getting a full extension position. Now, when you're graduated to this uh, progression, you're only gonna hold on to this position for a few seconds before lowering yourself back down uh, to the prone position again. And then you take yourself a quick break, and then you repeat the process for about anywhere from five to ten repetitions. Now once the individual has gotten to this point, usually we see a pretty good degree of relief from the disc bulge. And, uh, and again, the only thing that's usually left after a couple of weeks is some pressure in the spine or some achiness from having to do all that extension work. But again, this may need to be alternated with the prone press-ups on the elbows for a little while before doing the press-up all the way up uh, with the hands exclusively. So this might take a few weeks. 
And once that's done and the individual is now doing an extension all the way up, five to ten repetitions with the hands, no problem, it can be done every hour to two hours throughout the day, just constantly unloading that disc. And along with all of the other lifestyle factors and including a good corrective exercise program to turn on the muscles that stabilize the spine, I find this an extremely effective routine for uh, individuals who need to exercise when they have a disc bulge if they're capable of doing so. So um, I, find, I hope that was really helpful. There's a lot of these types of tips, and I'm sure we're going to get a lot of questions from this, but the key is slow progression, doing the right things, and you too can avoid uh, crippling back pain, back surgery, as I've, I've seen a lot of people with these uh, back pain conditions related to disc bulges who were considering surgery, did not want to go that route, and by effectively applying these techniques, and uh, sometimes paying attention and, and adjusting the nuances where they, they were able to save themselves from surgery. So that's the trick, and uh, that's why I'm here to help you deliver that information, and hopefully you benefit from that. Ask your doctor, your therapist about it. Of course, you can feel free to uh, check out the website, find any information and tips that you can there, and of course, feel free to check out my program, End Your Back Pain Now, uh, which is a DVD set. It's found on my website, uh, endyourbackpainnow.com. So this is Sam Bisnick. Thanks again for visiting uh, my podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Feel free to uh, forward it to any friends, family members, or coworkers who are in need. And uh, I will be talking with you again soon.